Hello to everybody at home. Uh, this is the Ordinary Church Podcast. You're here uh, listening to myself, Connor, and Pastor Mike. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. And we are uh, thankful to be here kind of with you in this format. And Mike, I'm just going to ask you, what are we talking about today? We're talking about mental health. We're talking about Christmas. We're talking about Jesus breaking into the darkness of 2020 with the light of the gospel. So the diagnosis is in. This might be the most downcast year in many people's lives. And I think it's very easy to magnify our problems. The darker Christmas, less cheer, less lights, less expectation. Again, worse mental health in 20 years. Here's a quote. Someone said, I would love something great to happen in 2020 because this has been the most depressing year of my existence. Hmm. And I think out of the shadows of that kind of comment, and I know that that sentiment runs rampant right now, comes 1 Timothy 1.15. It is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how does that anchor your soul this Christmas if, if you feel like you're at the lowest point you may have ever been in your whole life? I think that it pulls you out of the pit. It's an anchor for your soul. And when you're pared down to the basics, and I think that's what 2020 has done for us, it's pared us down to the basics, you are able to magnify the sovereign Lord by accepting his sovereignty and rejecting idolatry. And I think that you can experience his mercy to a deeper level hmm. because all the trappings aren't there and you don't feel as good as you usually do. Hmm. And I know I felt that way. I've, I felt way more downcast this year than any year in my life. And that quote wasn't from me. But I think I could have said that as well. Yeah. But I've seen lots of great things. Yeah. I, yeah I've yeah. seen God do so many things. God is saving people. God is sanctifying. God is restoring relationships. Um, God is causing people that are that were in the shadows to come out into the light. Uh, God is causing people to to speak the gospel truth much more boldly. Hmm. I've seen that. I've seen shyer people open up about where they're coming from. Hmm. I've seen I've seen people angry. And it's like, to me, I'm like, well, that's actually a good sign that there's a relationship of trust that someone can express their anger and process it through. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of good things, but it has been, it has been hard, sad at times yeah. for sure. So Absolutely. yeah, First Timothy uh, 1.15 is, is just right there. Uh, yes. I was just listening to a sermon this morning and, and uh, the preacher was just talking about how personal it is that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. But then I can say he came into the world to save me. And it's so, yes. it's just so personal and applied. It's not just this distant yeah. truth. Let's talk um, about that for a minute. Yeah, yeah I'd love to I'm, I'm laughing right now. I'm, I'm smiling right now because, so, you know, when you're on social media and you see everyone's trying to sell something. Yep. So there's a gal on there, a young gal that's doing, you know, she's like the spokesperson for this ad. And it's about the, like, it's like the me journal. Okay. And it's like every Bible verse has her name in it. Oh. And it's weird because yeah, cool. you can take that. What I, what I was saying is like, you're, it's so right. Whatever sermon you were listening, who was it you were listening that's to? That's Jeff Thomas. Okay. He's a Welsh Don't guy. <laughs> okay. Well, I love Welsh yeah, people. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, He's I'm Irish, guy. English, um, Scottish, and Italian. So I don't know. Welsh. Probably a little bit of that too. This guy like, worked with with uh, Lloyd Jones. For well, my grandfather's He's... name was William Wallace. Really? Howell. Oh yeah. Wow. No, he worked with Lloyd Jones. Oh yeah. my goodness, one of my favorites ever. So here's the deal: you get an accent like that, you better be <laughs> preaching the gospel. That's all I'm saying right now. Because if you got an accent like that, people are going to follow listen. you yeah. either way. Yeah. So you better be saying something good. Okay. Accent people, you better be saying something good, or because they're going to follow you either way because they like the way you sound. Okay. 
Me, I just have to speak the truth because I just sound no boring, answer. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but here's the deal. This, this gal was saying, yeah, I love this journal. It's changed my life and it's changed the way I read scripture because now when I read scripture, I put my name in everywhere. I'm thinking, that wasn't the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so the idea of the personal aspect of the gospel is so true, so true. Jesus died for you. Jesus died yeah. for me. And, and listener, you do need to personalize it. It's not just out there, you know, on some satellite somewhere floating around and might just, you know, land at your doorstep. No, no, no. Make it personal. This is personal. Yeah. Totally. I like yeah. that. I like that thought. I love too how Paul thinks about Jesus just right there, present yes, with him. Yes. He's alive. Yes. He's reigning. Can you talk about how maybe for someone who's who's just feeling sad and struggling, how the presence of Christ is a comfort right now? Yes, the presence of Christ is a comfort because when Jesus you know, saw the multitudes, I think of Matthew 9, and, and he's he sees the multitudes and he sees that they are harassed and helpless. They were downcast. They were depressed. They were like sheep without a shepherd. Here is the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd, Jesus said. I lay my life down for the sheep. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I think of 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your anxieties upon him. Listener, do this. Casting all your anxieties upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. He cares for you. He loves you. And you do have to make it personal. And you know, you know, I wasn't putting down your idea of the No, personal. I know you weren't. When I, when I brought in the, the journal thing, I just want <laughs> listeners to know that um, I absolutely agree. And I think you have to make it personal. And, you know, preaching is personal. You're preaching to a group of people. Preaching to yourself, the gospel, is personal. Preaching to your household. Having family time with your household. That's personal. You've got to say, this is for us. This is not some distant thing. God has come down yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, at the right time, God sent forth his son. Again, born of a woman, born under the law, that we might he might redeem those under the law, under the curse. And, you know, um, Jesus is the good shepherd. He lays down his life for his sheep. Hmm. I love in John 10, he says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my own and they know me. I love that. Yeah. And he says, they hear my voice. They hear my voice. Now, people go wacky on that, right? Don't go wacky on that, listeners. Uh, oh, I heard the voice of the Lord. The wind was blowing. Or the... No, 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 no. You hear the voice of the Lord when you open up the Bible and read the Bible. Now, they're not wooden words. The word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, pierces as far as a division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, able to judge the thoughts and intentions of your heart and my heart. Mm -hmm. So you must engage with the word of God and think it through and have it in your heart and your mind and wrestle with it and believe it and obey it in the power of the Spirit. Yeah, totally. Uh, I know the incarnations on our minds right now. We're hearing about on Sunday mornings. Maybe some people are doing an Advent you know, mm -hmm. time at home with, as a family. Um, can you just talk about the comfort that it is to, obviously it's something that we can never get our heads around, but just to think that God, the eternal, the eternal God came, came to earth and took flesh and entered into the sinful world and endured the shame of, of the cross uh, for us. Uh, how is that a comfort right now to people? Oh, man, you know, you, all, these, um, all these, these songs we sing at Christmas, and I think of uh, O Holy Night, and I think of mm -hmm. that line, Long lay the world in sin and error pining, yeah. like just wasting away, yeah. till he appeared, Jesus, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Mm. It doesn't get more personal than that, that God Almighty, the 
king of the universe, the creator of all, would think of me and think to save me, that, that I was chosen before the foundation of the world, me. Michael William Shera, born October 20th, 1962, sitting here you know, on December 16th, 2020 in Orange, California, 92869, that God chose me, that person, mm-hmm. that real person. And that if that he chose you, Connor Hass, that what's your middle name? Joseph. Joseph, Connor Joseph Hass. Fine, a fine man, fine young man. Uh, uh, fine, uh, fine. Are you Welsh? Uh, German and English. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm Irish, yeah. English, Scottish, and Italian, so we're partly related. But no, seriously, though, personal. What a comfort it is to know. Getting back to the whole mental health thing and the fact that this is the year that I think a lot of people will look back and say, this was the worst year of my life. I want to look back and say this was the best year. And not in wishful thinking and not in blowing smoke in anybody's face, but in saying, look what God did. It's kind of like, you know, we live in California and people on the East Coast look down on Californians and they say, well, how can you live out there in the land of the fruits and the nuts, you know, and it's, it's going to fall off the edge into the ocean because God's going to judge it and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, it's what Henrietta Mears said when she worked in, at First Presbyterian Hollywood. She's the one that started um, Gospel Light Publishing House. She's the one that started Forest Home Christian Camps. Hmm. She was the, um, the college director at, at Hollywood Press back uh, where she, she uh, impacted the lives of Billy Graham and Bill Bright and Don Mumaw and many other Christian leaders. Hmm. And she said, if I can do this in Hollywood, you can do this anywhere in the world. And the idea that the gospel is powerful and the gospel goes everywhere and God saves and sanctifies as he wills. It doesn't matter where you're living and what you're going through. God can meet you where you're at and God can reach you yeah. in the place you're at. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, well, I, I think on that note, we can start to bring the plane in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we have a week out until Christmas. Maybe just as a final thought, is there anything that you would encourage people to be setting their minds on, thinking about, praying about as Christmas approaches just for this final week here? Yeah, set your mind on Jesus. This is always going to be my answer, but set your mind on Jesus. Make a mercy list. I've been doing that. I said that in the sermon last Sunday, but I shared that with my men's group this morning. I've got things on my mercy list that, you know, some of the most painful things in my life I put on my list of this was mercy from God to bring this into my life. And focus on Jesus. I mean, he is the author and perfecter of our faith. He, he brings us from start to finish. He carries us through. He, he, he empowers us. He strengthens us. Focus on Jesus and being pared down painfully and having your plans put on hold ought to really make you think. And don't spiral. Seriously, go to the Savior. Hmm. I mean, you could say, well, that's the answer you always give. And I would say, yes, that's the answer I always give. Yeah. Even more so right now. This is Christmas. Focus on Jesus. And, and not, not cultural Jesus, not suburban Jesus, you know, not the Jesus of, of your imagination, but Jesus in all his glory in, uh, as, as expressed and as revealed in the bare word of God. Mm-hmm. Go back to the bare word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, my thank you, listeners. Thank you. We're thankful for you. We're praying for you as as Christmas approaches and just in all of life. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Actually, it'll be Christmas Eve next week. I wonder if we will talk to you next week. Um, 
You know, we might do a quickie, yeah. quick, uh, quick uh, yeah. podcast on uh, on Christmas Eve before the service. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. I like it. We won't promise anything, but yeah. <laughs> maybe we will do that and feel inspired. We'll see. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. regardless, we'll talk to you soon. We love you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.